What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 796. In this episode, I'll discuss when dialysis is recommended to be used to treat ethylene glycol poisoning. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 796. The metabolites of ethylene glycol, glycolate, and oxalate are responsible for the development of metabolic acidosis, neurotoxicity, acute kidney injury, and mortality. Fomepazole effectively blocks the development of these toxic metabolites and is the mainstay of treatment for ethylene glycol poisoning. Prior to the widespread availability of fomepazole, dialysis was a frequent treatment for ethylene glycol poisoning. Fomepazole's efficacy eliminates the need for dialysis in some patients, but there is still believed to be a cohort of ethylene glycol toxicity patients who will also benefit from dialysis. The Extracorporal Treatments in Poisoning, or XTRIP, work group has recently published their recommendations for when to use dialysis in this setting in the journal Critical Care. This workgroup consists of international experts representing over 30 professional societies. The experts reviewed over 220 articles and reached consensus to make 19 recommendations or suggestions for the care of patients with ethylene glycol toxicity as it relates to the application of dialysis. Assuming fomepazole is being used to treat the patient, the authors recommend using intermittent hemodialysis to supplement treatment if the ethylene glycol level is greater than 50 millimoles per liter or the osmol gap is greater than 50. The authors make recommendations with different cutoffs if ethanol is used as the antidote or if no antidote is available, but these scenarios would be extremely rare to encounter in contemporary practice. In addition, dialysis is recommended if any of the following are present. The glycolate concentration is above 12 millimoles per liter. The anion gap is above 27. The patient presents with a coma. The patient presents with seizures or the EGFR is less than 45. Guidance for when to stop dialysis is when the anion gap drops below 18, the ethylene glycol concentration drops below 4 millimoles per liter, and when acid-base abnormalities are corrected. It's important to keep in mind that dialysis removes fomepazole, and that if the dose is not adjusted to account for dialysis, the patient is at risk of inadequate inhibition of metabolite formation, and toxicity would be worsened as a result. To get access to my free download area with 20 different resources to help hospital pharmacists in their practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.